I'm a boss with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this fool set up one recording. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the damn codependent podcast. I'm your sidekick, Travis Joins. Sitting next to my wife here. The main event, the talent. The all-powerful Sherry joins. Oh my god, what am I the whiz? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sh- cool. <laughs> the black female whiz. Yeah, very nice. Today, if I was an actress, I would want that role. I could be quiet. <laughs> today we are going to be... <laughs> today we are going to be breaking down the word sensitive. Oh, oh. my god. This is your word. Sensitive. It's my word. Why you say that? I like that. Why you say that? <laughs> Sarcasm. Well, yeah, but what, what made you even say it? Because I... Oh, I guess the listeners may not know, but I feel like anyone knowing us... <laughs> okay, will exactly. Assume, well, let me say it then, okay. bitch. Okay. <laughs> we'll assume... Anyone knowing us will know that you get the cold stoic label and i get the sensitive label so i was making a joke yes no that's real that's real actually by having me explain it (laughs) i mean (laughs) listen there's one thing get it from context clues or pick up sorry for being blatant anywho no you're 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 dead on actually i think i spent the first 30 plus years of my life with this idea that being too sensitive was a uh, was to your detriment um, was something to be criticized uh, was a weakness of sorts um, recently no I don't think that's so much and I guess we're gonna get into why that is that my opinion changed um, throughout this episode but that leads me to the kind of like the intro that I am like at this point bothered by the dichotomy between the social acceptance and use of this word and what I feel it means. I'm not an expert. I'm just saying I'm bothered. And I think that that, what's the word? I think that that contention or, or separation is even in the Google definition that I was looking up before we started the show. You see where I get bothered, but I think I found the issue. Anyway, people often put this label on women. They also put this code on men who are not presenting as stoic and um, masculine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And when I read the Google definition, you can see where where I get bothered, where I think the shit get fucked up at. So anyway, in number one of the definition, it is a quick to detect or respond to slight changes, signals, or influences. This is for like instruments and to things. Stimuli like also. when you say you have a sensitive uh, steering system in the car, yeah. that means it's reactive, and when you do yes. a little bit, it does a little bit. That's something people want. Yes. In, in part two of the definition, we have 
having or displaying quick and delicate appreciation of others feelings this is where it instantly gets weird that or is a weird thing because according to the first definition it's just the ability to be able to sense things at a high level well it's sense and react if you think about it because like you said in the steering if you direct it it goes that way so it's, there's a mirroring effect I guess so you just hit the crux of what I kind of want to get into in this episode because having quick and delicate appreciation of others feelings is very different to me than displaying it yes so the fact that they combine those two things in one word was confusing to me Interesting. because if I know a person is sad because I can sense it boom I'm sensitive to their sadness but now if I cry with them that's also sensitive to their sadness like it's a double up that they're doing where my outward display is tied to the internal sense or feeling that I got to begin with but I do think there are some words that are more complex than others yes so like you yes. do have like even sympathy versus empathy like sympathy is sort of a I see your emotions empathy is I see and feel your emotions so that's kind of doing a similar combination that's true that's true and now i'm gonna nerd out a little bit anybody who's not interested in the etymology of words word derivatives and which language they originally come from and what they meant fast forward a couple (laughs) minutes because i'm about to get into a little bit actually you better not damn fast you better not fast forward i'm telling you right listen to every word oh my god if you see this face he's making i am so (laughs) i had a black mom face (laughs) i had a black mom face the lip curled okay oh my god (laughs) anyway so in the 14th century this was a medieval latin and french word in the french it was sensitive and the medieval latin it was sensitivus or whatever the heck so both of those words alluded to the capacity to feel that was it the ability and capacity to feel and sense that was it which makes sense because there is that connotation when we think sensitive to touch like and that's what the, yes yeah, that was like, really what it was based on it was it was based on emotional but also physical ability to feel not until the 19th century so four to five hundred years later did this western I'm assuming I don't know exactly where but this new development that now sensitive was about display so there's a 400 year gap from our earliest use of this word until when it became this or of having the ability to feel or displaying and for me I feel like when it's used as a weapon when this code is militarized or weaponized that we're on the or of displaying I do believe that there's probably truth in that, but I feel like it's also sort of what I love about language is that it evolves with time. So I don't know because I haven't researched it and looked into it, but I will assume that the change in definition 
is mirrored in changes in society somehow. Yeah. Even just the idea to me of how technology and things have become more so now we're more focused on visual and displays and imaging and now we have an understanding of this word that's deeper and more complex than our original understanding, which is something I hope for. But I do agree like what you're saying that even as we're changing in society or adjusting in society, there's going to be turmoil and angst in those transitional states that's a good point point. and as we grow and adjust and adapt there's going to be moments where it's angsty and it doesn't feel good and then there's moments where it sort of levels out and reaches a more peaceful state yeah i don't know where we're at so now i declare <laughs> war that <laughs> i declare war. i declare right now in this century which one are we in 21st i'm about to put a new entry into google and now I'm going to separate it out because somebody decided at some point to combine the display and the internal feeling, making it so that if I'm sensitive, like if I'm displaying outwardly, I'm crying or I'm yelling or I'm doing whatever because I have now felt hurt. They made it so you can combine the word. Feeling is also displaying. I am making a new word that separates them out just kidding i'm not doing that but the episode is going to be about that separation so enough of the the dork stuff let's get into the personal what has been your experience with the word sensitive and you can include your husband's your husband's ridiculousness and how he may have uh labeled you or hurt you with the word if you want <laughs> that douchebag husband of yours so but what has been your experience with the word sensitive my dear what has been my experience what have you felt from it who has used it on you or how have you used it i have been it? called sensitive my whole life okay. i have later found out that it's because i'm an empath okay and people think i know that sounds so mystical and weird but like seriously like when i the more i learn about myself the more i self-discover the more fascinated i am about certain things and the more certain truths just become real for me and so i think back to like stories that i that were told growing up <clears throat> where someone in our family got hurt like one of my brothers got hurt yeah and i would literally be crying just as much as whoever was injured like they could be bleeding cut wounded and i'm crying screaming just as much as them and to the point where they would be upset with me like who is your parents my parents would be upset, be upset okay. with me and pissed at me because they're basically like we don't know who's hurt like what's going on like you're reacting just as much as them and i think i was feeling that pain so i've always been sensitive um it's always been something that i've understood from a negative perspective i guess or like just being it's just how, too how much, did it like, come how, in as a negative what do you mean by that what well just what like even in that central like even in that situation or instance um you know you're just getting in trouble like it feels like people think you're trying to get attention people think okay. it's manipulative so it's disingenuous your reaction people think that it's not real yeah okay. disingenuous over the top um dramatic dramatic attention seeking dramatique manipulative yeah pretty much um or even just overwhelming all of those things um like i know i was a cry like i cry at movies i yeah. cry when i hear sad stuff 
Okay. So it can make people uncomfortable. So that's another thing that I had to learn later in life that that's that you know they're reacting to their own discomfort for emotions. Because <clears throat> so I'm more your tied into my emotions. Made other people uncomfortable. Yes. How do you? Why do you think that happened? Um. How and why? I think a part of being an empath is being more in tune with your emotions. Okay. I've always been introverted, so I've always been oddballish so i've always had to sort of spend time alone get used to spending time alone and sort of i don't know reflecting i I don't know i was always a reflective kid okay so i think that created emotional awareness early on okay and i didn't understand it as a child but as i look back as an adult and i look back on my childhood i see how those moments of me being more aware than other kids created judgment either being fast either being precocious being too grown like all of these labels from the adults of like basically knowing too much Mm. is essentially what is being said but it's like a sensitivity i'm picking up on things that i shouldn't have been picking up on and i'm aware of things that i probably shouldn't be aware of parents have this um safe haven of their kids ignorance Yes. To hide their uncomfortable uh, things behind. Oh, inadequacies. Right? Yeah. Good word. And for kids who know and know fast, that safe haven is eroded quicker. Um, I think and, so. And then we can blame the kid for that. That's amazing. That's fantastic. I mean, I think that is a lot of... Uh, we don't understand that our parents, as black, in the black community, our parents are traumatized. Right? So they're traumatized parents. So there's a lot of judgment we have for our parents when we look back on things they've done or haven't done. But like I like when I think about it, like I'm so aware of like, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> like yeah. those things make sense now because there's so much un like just ignorance, like not malicious, but just ignorance and then parenting. And then that means that you're just handing that down to the children. Yeah. So it's like, so when you talk about that sensitivity, I think that's what we're seeing. I think parents are frustrated in life and they take that frustrations out on their children. So they're basically, sensitivity means you'll take more work. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. this requires more work. It'll like more my mom's job. coming in, she sees two kids crying. Someone's injured. I need to figure out who's injured. You're distracting me right now. I need to figure this shit out. It's a crisis. Yeah. That's frustrating. And if you're talking about I am a, a less adequate parent, teen parent, whatever, like I don't have the skills or maturity that another older parent might have, that's going to mean my reaction is also going to be a bit more hype. I'd, I'd like to jump in now and liken myself mm-hmm. to the people in the past that have hurt you. Liken yourself? Yeah. You know, it's something that we've avoided or I've avoided in the in the marriage a lot is that I know your stories and people who hurt you in the past and I never want to be anything like them. However, in this uh, recent developments we've been having and accepting our faults and flaws as humans and spouses, you got to realize you you are like those people. You are like her. We're like everyone. And so what I'll say is for me, when I called you in the past too sensitive, I was doing the thing you just broke down so perfectly basically when a person displays their pain the person across from them is now left with 
pain to deal with, right? Like there was no pain in the environment. A person who is sensitive feels it and then displays it. So now the person across from them has that in their lap. Now for me, the way I grew up, it was uh, about suppression and peace where it's all good, it's all good, don't disrupt it, leave it. And so if somebody is sensitive and, and throwing out their feelings and throwing out their pain, this person is a problem. They don't understand that we're supposed to be pushing that down and moving past it. They're talking about it and saying it. We have a problem. Hey, why do you keep going off about this? Every, every day after work, you have an issue. Every time I say a little joke, you get upset. Every time the kids do something that's not exactly correct, you have to speak out on it. You put your pain in the atmosphere, having leaving it for me to deal with, and now you're a problem. As opposed to now, how I sit, realizing this is an honest experience this person is having. They're saying, I'm triggered by this event, and I'm letting you know about it. That's fantastic, the way I see it now. And so the way I see it now is I realize how I push that stuff down that you put out out of fear. So all your sensitivities and pains and things you're reacting to that I learned or based on my life journey was able to suppress. <laughs> See, that's the thing. That ability to suppress, which I think is a disability. We'll get into that in a later episode. But it is praised as an ability in society if you can keep the emotions down. <laughs> right? The sensitive person doesn't even have that option. They feel it. And it sometimes can come out. So I'll, uh, let me revise that. Of course, everyone has an option. But the sensitive person has to choose more often or not to let it come out or I not. Agree with that they rewrite. do have an option. Yeah. Let me. I'm glad I backtracked on I that. Like I didn't rewrite. like how it came out. Yeah. I was feeling myself well, a little bit too honestly, much. Honestly, I was going to make a correction, but I actually like your rewrite even better. Yeah. Because I do think it's the fact that that is the case of sensitivity or even any type of symptom to me in mental health is simply you've been exposed more so then therefore you have more reactions yeah. because you've been exposed more often yeah. to these things or and, and I think you know it's partly it's an ability emotional intelligence I, I'm not sure how it comes about it's it seems to be somewhat innate, but then also, you know, nature, nurture. The more pain you experience, it seems that it will create more sensitivities. But also, sensitivity in general could be something people, some people have more sensitivity and some people don't straight out the womb with the DNA that is put into them or whatever. But for me, how I look at it now... especially how I look at those definitions is that I want to be more I want to look at sensitivity more like the steering system like the what is the little thing called that they took to Chernobyl the little meter the fucking radio radioactive meter when you take it into Chernobyl you know like when you go into a... You don't know. She's looking at me dumb as hell. <laughs> Not dumb. Whoops, that was harsh. She's looking at me like, nigga, what you talking about? You what I'm talking about? dumb? Oh, I did. Yeah. So what I mean is like... <laughs> you said I did. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely said dumb. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You don't have to edit it out. So like, what I mean is like, uh, if I'm going into a potentially radioactive environment... I know what you mean. I, I want my Geiger called. counter. 
I think that's what it's called. That's the uh, worst, dumbest word you was waiting for. Oh, I'm so disappointed. It's so disappointing. That's a terrible name. I know, but that's what it is. No, I know, but why did they come up? That's just, just settling. Oh, there's settling no art in that at all. That's just disgusting. I'm sure they had their they artful reasons. It's just so literal. You don't Guidance know them. count. No, you, you didn't even say Go that. ahead. Geiger. Counter. Geiger counter. I said guidance counter. Yeah, Geiger. Well, either way, mother ever, move on. It's a terrible name. That's even worse now. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> okay. Now it don't even make sense. All right, either. fine. My point is, like, sensitivity is something that I want in life now. So in the past, I definitely came at you, but it was my fear. Yeah. It was my fear that made me judge you. It was my fear that made me judge other people for being too sensitive. Always. And it was also my fear. Here's the beautiful part to me. It was also my fear that prevented me from owning my own ins- sensitivities. Okay. I was, so, okay. what I'll say is absolutely and absolutely fucking not. <laughs> mm. Yes, you're going to have similarities to them. No, you're not fucking like them. Who is them? What my, are you doing? You said you said oh, the people who hurt me my oh, parents just, are like my parents like yeah, yeah. whatever. So Oh, okay. I mean, I feel like So because you're human, because we're human, because everyone's human, there's going to be similarities, right? right? We're going to do I the mean, same shit. Yeah. Yes. We're by human nature, we're hypocrites. Yeah. We're going to do stuff that we don't like done to us. We all do it, right? By human nature, we're trying to survive, so we operate with fear and love. Those are the two, to me, basic life instincts. We're trying to procreate. We're trying to live on through our families and our name, or we're trying to survive, so we're trying to avoid pain, hurt, and death. So in that similarity, absolutely, you're like them. In the sense that you acknowledge mistakes, address them, try to move through them, try to do something different, you're not like them. I think that's the difference, and I think it's also important for people to note, like, um, because I'm a big proponent on giving people chances on not judging on, like, you know, like, even just because things don't go the way you want, like, just to not end a relationship. Yeah. I'm, I'm big on trying to make things work as much as you can. Yeah. But I also feel like there are certain points that get reached where it's like you need to have boundaries for your own mental health or for whatever where relationships do need to get cut sometimes or ties need to get cut and people don't always understand that like um if there are things that you're feeling uncomfortable unsafe in and you address that and acknowledge that to people and they continue to make you feel unsafe and whatever like no like that's a complete difference so um Yes, you trigger. And that's another thing. I think there's a also there's a difference between someone doing something inadvertently that triggers a past experience. That's another reason I think that I'm strongly acknowledging a difference because there's a time when people are doing stuff and I still understand and recognize that hurt people hurt people and it's coming from a hurt place. But there's a time when people are doing stuff that they know are hurting people and they're getting pleasure from it. You've never done that to me. So that's completely different than I'm saying something out of anger or I'm saying something out of pain or I'm saying something in a moment and it happens to hurt you 
or I happen to say something that I didn't even know was a thing and it hurts you because I feel like we also live in a society that makes it seem like you should never trigger me or anybody should never trigger me and I don't believe that either we live in a real world and so we do have to learn to try to cope to adapt to the world as best as possible I do think the world should try to be understanding as much as possible but it's never going to be a hundred percent understanding no one is going to ever be a hundred percent included none of us will and I think that we have to try to accept that balance as well and I think that there's this idea that if I'm triggered you shouldn't do it I don't think that's necessarily true I think that's a component of love but I also think we have to understand everybody don't love you and everybody's not going to love you in that sense like everyone shouldn't have to change all the time to talk to you to be around you so if something's triggering you maybe you also gotta learn to get alone or maybe you have to learn to find your people that are similar to you that's a part of the journey but it's almost like we don't want to do those things either we want to instantly be comfortable and not understand that life is a process there's going to be moments where you're uncomfortable nothing you can do about it i think that's a fantastic point and it kind of leads into the practical application because for me what i would say is and i normally let the professional highly educated johns hopkins beautiful smile but that's not a, that doesn't apply but I just wanted to throw that in I usually let that talent handle this practical application bit but I want to throw a little bit in first here with my lack of college degree and see if my illiteracy makes sense in her academic world <laughs> ew <laughs> <laughs> why is my world academia i mean you did Ew. academia that's all i mean Ew, that's not my world okay fine so <laughs> actually oh all right i guess yeah oh, let no. me do my thing fine yes yeah, sorry what i think is <laughs> everybody should increase or work to increase their sensitivity no <laughs> That was quick. I guess I'm cut off already. Four seconds. No. Okay. Very nice. That is very encouraging. <laughs> As I prepare to do a soliloquy of minutes long, bearing my thoughts and feelings from my insecure educational place, she says no in four seconds. That's amazing. Sorry. I mean, one of the fastest rejections I've ever received, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad you were here to witness it. Am I even allowed to try again? <laughs> yes. Or have you found me inadequate? <laughs> no, try again. So I can try? Yes. Okay. God, talk about gunshy now. Mm. What I think, okay. from my opinion, <laughs> not fact. Stop. Okay. My jaws hurt. Hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not going to make me stop laughing. <laughs> What my opinion says is that sensitivity to other people's feelings around you will give you the ability to love them better. Now, whether or not you choose to exercise that ability, that's up to you. But when it comes to your wife or your friends or your family or your kids, being sensitive to the feelings that they are feeling at the time will be a great tool for you to love them better, for you to understand them, connect with them. But the other part of the definition that says 
so now you will display it that's a part that everybody's gonna work on because this is my personal example when my children are upset about school so when you're saying sensitivity you simply mean feeling it yes Okay. because the, the definition gave us that or I rest more in the 14th century definition that ability to feel that the capacity to feel is what sensitive means to me the 18th century definition 19th century which 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 adds in so now you display it I'm leaving that part alone I'm just talking about I'm like a vehicle I'm like a measuring instrument I'm like a, a thermometer or a scale that can pick up 0.1 grams versus a scale we use in our bathroom that's going basically a half a pound or a pound at a time for its sensitivity I like the scales that we use more for cooking that'll tell you a gram at a time and so what I mean is with my daughters and my son and my wife and my family and friends I want gram sensitivity on what they're feeling I want gram sensitivity because I want to be able to speak to them at that gram level and relate to them at that gram level let me take it a little bit outside the analogy here just in a practical application that if my daughter comes to me and says man this guy is cool you know he's sometimes he's nice and sometimes he's mean on a bathroom scale level pound by pound I'm just saying forget what he thinks I understand you're bothered by him being mean forget what he thinks but on a gram level when I'm measuring cumin by the half gram to put in my tikka masala recipe then I want to understand what she's saying on the level of you know what like I appreciate the communications I have with this individual this boy when he's feeling good and when he's being nice makes me feel good but when he comes into school and he's on teasing mode it scares me it hurts me and it makes me feel judged and inadequate I want to understand that on a human level and in the, in the in the ingredients in the detail so I can speak to her like that I want all the sensitivities so that I can connect to the people I love so I love what you said um, and I think the beauty in what you said is the beauty in this podcast is having the two perspectives because yours is always going to come from your life experience. Because <laughs> obviously, oh, I, I see. Yeah, Ooh. that's why I said no because you said everybody, and I said no, oh. and I was going to just say tweak that word, and then you're like all of that. Because so then basically, I'm, like, I'm speaking only from my perspective yes. of having been validated yes. my whole childhood. You come from the perspective of not quite having been validated quite as much. So the sensitivity to everything for you could mean different than it does to me. Please break that down. I'm aroused. <laughs> I'm aroused and surprised. And I'm aroused. Because I thought I nailed it. I thought I knocked it out the fucking park. You did knock it out from the park my perspective. From, from your perspective yes. and for people like you. And that's why I said it's beautiful oh, because people yes. have to be able to see that there's different perspectives. And that's my shit. Yes. My shit is like we get so wrapped up in our worldview. Yes. And we can't possibly fathom a different perspective. Yeah. So we look at these pretty people like you're idiots. Like normally. Like yeah. a lot of times like oh you're this person's sensitive. an idiot. Or you're, you're too whatever. You're too dramatic. Or whatever. And it's like 
they're looking at a different sky. Like you're looking from your northern hemisphere, and they're looking from the it's southern nighttime hemisphere. It's nighttime where they're at it's right now. It's night where hey. they're at, and it's day where you are. Fist bump, guys, ladies and gentlemen. We just did a fist bump. <laughs> First recorded fist bump during the podcast. Go ahead. So babe. on on two, I guess on two levels, but I don't know. So one, remember I told you I was an empath. So. I don't want any more sensitivity. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you're trying to increase your sensitivity because you've, like, suppressed emotions or, yeah. like, you know, like, you feel like from your experience, like, you haven't been emotional. Whereas I've always been the complete opposite. And remember, I also said we're trying to operate within a real world. Yeah. I can't, I can't sit in front of a client who's telling me about their life story and I'm more erect than them. They're not going to feel what? more erect. Like emotionally oh, I heard erect. erect. No, not erect. That was fantastic. A <laughs> wreck. Okay, I can't be bawling, okay. crying, falling apart, unable to talk to them or do my job about their stories. So I can't be more reactionary than they do. Yeah. So it's unpopular opinion a little bit, but I am a big believer in an appropriate emotion, so to speak. I don't think that's a something for others to judge of you. But I do think like internally a two thing i stubbed my toe should not get a 10 response like i'm going out ready to kill someone because i stubbed my toe like that's not an appropriate response understand um whereas you also can't necessarily if someone is losing it at work that may be an eight for them and that might be a four for you so you can't necessarily judge from person you to person judge either. It, but yet there is still a There's little still scale a concept. we work in. Yeah. yeah like i mean any client that comes to me i talk to them about it like we work on appropriateness like we talk about yeah. that and a part of it's just awareness and i know we talk about that in other podcasts too probably but like a big component of it is bringing your awareness to the fact that i am reacting this way in this situation why am i reacting this way in this situation exploring that um but getting back to the point like like, I am too sensitive in moments, I know, or for myself, meaning that it's impairing my function because of okay. my emotional reactionary uh, reactivity in yeah. that situation. You I am unable to function. Okay. Yeah, so like even what you were saying, like there's a there's a reason I, I didn't get into it when you were talking because I wanted to let you talk first. Thank you. But the definition I don't even agree with because I do think that for some people it gets to a point where your emotions are too much to control the actions. Yeah, like, like I'm too hyped up, too revved up, yeah, too like triggered, I'm too, too hurt. I get there in a lot of ways where it's like I told you I black out from anger. So like I have gone to a point of anger where I've emotionally blacked out and can't remember what has happened. Um, I've gone there from fear. Obviously, we know that yeah. where I've blacked out and yeah, I now have down. like memories where I don't remember stuff that has happened. Um, I've go I told you like from sexual, like I've gone to the point of like dizzy, almost like right like pass out uh because it's just deep <laughs> you stupid ass <laughs> <laughs> so it's like different things can do it so it's like just to be like oh an emotion can't dictate an action i just feel like there are times like even when you seen from my anxiety where like i have to literally pace because i need to get this energy out and yeah. there's gonna be some type of a physical reaction so yeah. either i'm gonna like punch the wall yeah. i'm gonna like scream yeah. something like it has yeah. to get out so it's like i have learned in myself things that i need to do yeah. to get that extra energy off of me not everyone has that awareness or that training or whatever so right. 
people look from the external and they're like you shouldn't be reacting this way actually you should be reacting this way this is trauma trained and learned in the body this is like energy that has been stored in the body so that's the problem like when we don't address things that are twos we hold on to that energy that energy builds up that's the reason it's damaging physically and mentally to store in negative thoughts energies on all of that stuff so it's like that energy has to come out yeah it didn't dissipate so like what you said suppress there's no suppression it's just store more storing storing i mean i guess it is suppression it's just bottling it up yeah. and it's just getting stored and <laughs> yeah. suppre- like almost like gunpowder like yeah. gunpowder in a canister you can pack it in you can pack it in and then <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? something's gonna happen so it's like yeah like mm. No, that's a good point, babe. I'm glad. I'm. Gl- I don't want to cut you off. So, yeah. Finish talking if you. I'm ready to. Well, to I was react. just gonna say, like, that's the side of it from the perspective of um, my emotional sensitivity. But I also don't want to be more emotionally sensitive to others either. <laughs> like, it's yeah. literally on both sides of that coin for me. Because even just that is something that I'm already hyper aware. Of. Like, because like what you were saying, like you want to be able to break certain things down or da, 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 da. Yeah. I feel like like even me and you have talked about it I'm too good at that to the point where people are uncomfortable because it's like I can read them or I know them in ways I shouldn't know them yet or I'm comfortable with them or whatever so like even that's something that we learn in therapy like there's times when you might realize something about your client that they may not realize but if you say it it can be jarring for them that someone knows them better than they know themselves. Yeah. So if my training is literally to be in that, but then that becomes problematic. Cause I've seen you, like you, the kids or whoever you're like, I get it from my family all the time. Like they don't want me to, they don't want to feel like I'm psychoanalyzing them or whatever, but yeah. I can't remove who I am. So it's not even like I am psychoanalyzing you. This is just who I am. I think, I think you I've, basically broke down something beautiful. And then what I want you to do is now, I, bro- I broke it down from my side. Mm-hmm. You broke it down from your side in the sense of how I'm good on sensitivity. Mm-hmm. So now, here's a little... Personally, but I do... Yeah, personally. Personally for both yeah. of us. But yeah. now, here's a little thing I have mm-hmm. that basically says, after you receive the signal. Okay, right? Mm. So, the, everything we've been talking about is in the receipt of the signal. Mm-hmm. Who can see it? Who mm-hmm. can know it? Who is sensitive enough to take it in? Mm-hmm. But now I want to move to the after. After you're aware. After you're aware that you took the signal in, if you can get there. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is now there are choices. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is where I feel like that or definition steps in and basically puts it so that if you're sensitive, they also call you in that definition delicate. Or easily damaged or hurt by emotional pain. Yeah, that's where I agree that masculine um, definition comes in. It came in in there. Western, yeah. Because what I will say to you is everybody has a before. Meaning, I was chilling and I took in a signal. Once I took in the signal, now I have what I think. If I'm aware that, oh, that stung me from an empath perspective. Mm -hmm. That stung me as a father. That stung me as a friend Mm -hmm. with this friend across from me who's hurt. And I took that hurt in. I'm sensitive to the hurt they're feeling. Now, life begins. True, but so from the other perspective, quickly. Sure. 
if I have armor up, yes, I don't realize that arrow hit. Okay, we're gonna get, we're we're gonna have to regress to address this. Please continue. So your glasses are so cute, by the way. I <laughs> really like you. these. These are my one of my faves, yeah, but they I don't like fit that. properly a hundred percent anymore. Right. Anyway. So basically, like the person that you're saying from the less sensitive perspective, they have no other option of perspective. Right? Okay. They're not aware. Like you're saying that other person's aware. So you're saying this one's not aware. So if I'm not aware, I don't know what's happening, right? So I am not taking a hit knowingly. So when I see you taking a hit and demonstrating demonstratively this is affecting you, I'm going to judge it. I guess that's the part that I wish society could understand. Judgment isn't uh, something Ooh. we can remove. Ooh. It's something that occurs. Ooh. It's something that we're supposed to be aware of. Ooh. The same as bias. Ooh. You can't remove bias. Hey. It exists. You're supposed to be aware of it, and then that helps you to uh, navigate it or try to adjust. And you know, like change will happen more organically. But Fantastic. when you try to say you don't have them, like you're just holding on to it. Like the only way to adjust a bias is to become aware of it. That's how you start to work on it. Um, so in that sense, that person isn't aware of their bias. They're not aware that they're saying you're more sensitive. It's just their reality. You are literally reacting to something they wouldn't react to. Well That's done. their definition of sensitivity. Well like, done. I don't. I wouldn't react to that. Well done. So a component of it is also being too sensitive about the words, <laughs> like using that, like because we get upset. Like I'm. I know people have been calling me too sensitive, right? So now I'm upset that you calling me too sensitive. I still gave you too much power in that. Why am I letting... Like, you don't know me or you do know me. Right. That's the only two options. You don't know me or you know me. If you don't know me, your words should not have power. If you do know me, your words will have power. But then I also have to say, why are you using those words now? Now I need to dissect it. Don't stop at, this is how I feel. Your feelings are valid. They're real, but don't stop there. We normally just, oh, this is how I feel. Okay, so what? So why did they say it to you? Are they saying it to hurt you? Sometimes, yes. Dis disregard them then. Are they saying it to give you some type of advice or to offer you some type of a comfort or to offer you something else? Yes. Then try to see through whatever their words are to what their intentions are. And that's a hard-ass thing to ask people and to do. It's you're, hard. You're saying that from the person that got called sensitive. Yes, because that's who I am, so I can yeah. challenge that person. I want to thank you yeah. for addressing that person. Yeah. Thank you, because that's your perspective. Yeah. Let me now speak from the person who calls people sensitive. And what I'll say to that person who's calling other people too sensitive is please acknowledge that the only reason you put up any resistance. See how many S's I stressed <laughs> in that? <laughs> Anybody who's putting out resistance to people who are, oh, you're too sensitive. You're saying the emotion that they just displayed made me uncomfortable. Now, to be quite honest, to jump back and respond and call them too sensitive makes you sensitive. Sir. Exactly. Or I say sir because of the masculine mm -hmm. thing that happens in our world. But yes. person, if you jump at a person and mm -hmm. say you're dramatic. Because if a person fell out on the floor 
or or said oh the world is ending or said oh nobody loves me or whatever they say that makes you say too sensitive if you weren't bothered you would let it be but the fact that you need to jump out and call them something means you were disturbed yes internally and now need to call them a word to separate them from yourself yeah and what i would say is that is the behavior that you're criticizing the only unfortunate difference is the criticism you are putting out is almost proving your blindness to the experience they're having yes because they're having the experience you are having as you criticize them i know this gets wrapped up and weird i don't know how to describe it any better thank you for giving me validation and saying it's beautiful because i'll be honest sometimes i get off to the talk and i feel like i'm not saying shit that will resonate but thank you for saying that because what i mean is as soon as you say you bother by that why you tripping off that get over that don't let them people bother you why are you saying that nah you got to move on from that don't even think about what they're saying all these phrases we use to make people stop hurting is because we're bothered by the hurting they're having so our sensitivity has now taken a prominent position and is now trying to force other people who we call too sensitive to change can we sit there and find that i don't know how many people are going to understand what i'm just saying like, oh i love it's what not because i'm a pro it's not because i know what i'm saying it's just that sometimes i get too wrapped up in the weeds yeah no i love what you're saying and i like the fact that you said they're blind because that's kind of why i made my point as well right like that person is blind to the other person's experience yeah right so somebody asked a beautiful question today on facebook right she just started watching the ozarks Mm. and she was just like marty why does marty keep watching the video of his wife cheating over and over again right and i feel like there's this validation and i'm right like it makes me superior it makes me uh validated in my feelings and my emotions my anger whatever i'm feeling but it also makes it so that like my actions that i do from here on is justified yeah it makes sense because you did this i can do this like and, and then like and i just I stay it. angry with it like thing, how could you how dare you like that just keeps me on the right end of that it how dare you and if i end up losing it and connecting with you and going on a dinner date and love you again and connect with you again i'm threatened because if marty loves wendy again he can get hurt by her again but if he can watch that video again he can keep the separation necessary to distance himself from her Ooh, so if we look at that oh thank you for bringing up ozarks one of the best shows i've seen in a long time by the way i love jason bateman i love the whole situation thank you for bringing that up because the sensitivity happened on both sides wendy was sensitive in her affair marty is sensitive in his pain from it marty needs to keep his emotions strong and his anger so he keeps watching it so he's cultivating his sensitivity but just in an area of anger and and deceit well that's the thing like if i stay focused on what you did i never have to look at what i did to contribute to it right so i stay angry at you i stay mad at you i stay looking at you and i don't have to look at myself i don't have to look at what's going on within myself so 
I feel like that is what society does. So that's what we all do. Literally. If I can find, a, if I can yeah, find focus a, on you. Why aren't assailant. you doing such and such? Why is it that now I don't got to think about myself? Why my problems are the way they are? What does? I mean, I'm sure if we like, we all got so many problems in our own lives, we could spend our whole time figuring that shit out and getting our own shit together. We do not do that. <laughs> we spend a lot of time on social media and doing these other things, talking about other people's problems and how they don't have their shit together. So I feel like that is played out. And then, of course, like men get the rap, but it's not men. Humans do it. Men get the rap because men are the oppressors. They're in power. So they are the ones who have done it in a systematic way. Yeah. Where we see it playing out in society. Slightly involuntarily, by the way. I just want to throw that part out. We get the bad rap as men for being the dickheads. Well, I don't think it's involuntary. I wouldn't say that. I just mean systematically involuntary. Yes, I think it's, um, well, I think it started out in small systems that led to greater systems, right? Like this habit that we have of, um, I need to maintain so you cannot, or, you know, like the competition, right? Like you hear it a little bit in this immigration stuff with the building of the walls, like the Spanish people are taking the jobs, the Hispanics yeah. are taking the jobs. They're not taking the jobs. Like, what are they, what do you mean? Like there's jobs available anyone can apply for them right. it becomes the same language that was used for black people right. the same language that before even black people was used for irish and polish people yeah. or whoever immigrants italians, coming in italians yeah. coming in so it's literally always going to exist on some playing field that it's us versus them us and them and that creates all the problems oh, when we boy. see it as us versus oh we them. will get oh we're gonna get into the us and them on a different episode oh, oh, so many no, every episode. Oh, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, because even just how we just broke down for me, I'm talking about sensitivity from my side. Everybody needs to gain more because I spent my life not being sensitive. So everybody needs to gain it so y'all can see the growth I've had. And then you're like, <laughs> the them. Oh, I've had plenty of sensitivity from basically elementary. And everybody's telling me, get rid of my sensitivity. But it's not even just everybody you know? telling me. It's also growth that I needed to do as well because that's the bad rep. Like the person who, quote unquote, gets is unsensitive, they get labeled the monster. Yeah. They have trauma and childhood shit that made them that way as well. But right. they get labeled the monster and then it becomes they did all this wrong. They need to change. And then the person who is so-called the victim, they play that victim shit and then they become the martyr and yeah, then you yeah, know yeah. they have stuff they need to work on both parties have stuff that they need to work on both need to move towards a balance yeah to the middle what so a word that's also always gonna be what our a word that message. balance yin yang yin yang balance and balance i say yin yang because it's not balanced as in 50 50 no, it's like a strive toward balance. It's but like I just a, mean balance is different for different people. Yeah, it looks yeah, differently absolutely. in your life, in certain times in your life, certain situations, moments, moments yeah. all of that. So I don't think it's this 50-50 thing that people think like it should look this way. Like equality, like straight equality. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm feeling extremely sensitive because I really want the listeners to have taken in this episode. And my sensitivity needs to be appeased in how you guys listen. So please listen in my sensitivity and share it with other people. And uh, shout us out wherever you can. And I'm sensitive. And if you don't, I slap this shit out. <laughs> and uh, amen.
What a weird. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode on sensitivity. Would you like to add what? After you end it. I did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll be honest. I got a piece so bad. We've been recording for a while. Just yes. Thank you. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.